What is going on, everyone? Welcome to News with Block. It is the 7th of December, 2021, and we seem to be on a bit of a bounce, so there is a lot of optimism and enthusiasm in the air. Although, how long it'll last? Well, let's find out. So, without further ado, I need you right now to hit the like and subscribe button. Hit that notification bell as well so you can keep as up-to-date as possible with any of these updates. Of course, if you are also podcast listeners, yeah, if you are podcast listeners, you can find us on Spotify and Apple iTunes as well. So be sure to check us out because it's very difficult to watch a YouTube video whilst driving, but you can listen to my serene tones on your commute to or from work, should you so wish. But without further ado, guys, let's have a look at what's going on in the market today. So right off the bat, we are going to have a look at what is happening with the top 10 coins in the world. And of course, at number one, we have Bitcoin. When we checked this little fella out yesterday, we were sub 50K. And now we're looking at it and we're at $51,365,000. We have risen a massive, and this is huge for Bitcoin, 6.42% in the past 24. Although we are still down 11.79% in the past seven. And also, our market cap is creeping towards that real iconic $1 trillion mark, sitting at $967 billion. In number two, of course, there is Ethereum at $4,391. I hope you had the opportunity to pick it up below $4,000 because this has boosted up 8.94% with a still a very negative red week uh, that is looking like it will we don't know. We're still not even midway through the week yet, but it's 6.12% down with a market cap of $519 billion. Binance Coin is in number three at $587.65. This has risen not as awe-inspiring as Bitcoin or Ethereum at 5.6%, and it is still down 6.49% on the week. Sitting at just under $100 billion, it is still heading up the top three. Now in fourth, we have USDT in fifth, Solana in sixth, ADA or Cardano in seventh, USDC, eighth, XRP in ninth, Polkadot, and in tenth, still holding out is Luna. Who are the biggest gainers today then? And in the past 24, we are seeing that BSV token or Bitcoin SV has risen a massive 35.05%. Although we have got quite a lot of coins in the 30s at the moment risen today, and this is a lot to do with that enthusiastic and optimistic buying and buying of the dip. With BitTorrent or BTT, this is an excellent buy as well because the mainnet has been launched on the 12th of December. So there is still time to get in on that. It had a massive pump at the start and then it kind of retraced as I mentioned yesterday, but it is now back on the rise. Then we had Loopring, which I had a little look earlier on. This was the number one gainer of the day but still closing in quite close on 33.43%. And in fourth place, we've got Matic or Polygon, the artist formerly known as Matic, should I say, at 36.3% on the top 24, which by this account, it hasn't adjusted yet. This should be number one now. And then in number fifth, we have Nexo. So some massive moves today, and it just shows you how much potential there is in these alts. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled, but that's what I'm here for today, to have a look at some of those potential moonshots. But in some more of the macro news at the moment, we've got Nasdaq Stockholm, which lists Bitcoin and Ether exchange traded nodes, or ETNs. Now, these are a bit different to your, well, what we've been hearing nonstop about ETFs. We'll have a little look about what the difference is between them. 
So the number of ex crypto-based exchange-traded products in Europe continues to expand as 2022 draws near. Nasdaq Stockholm has announced that 21 shares has listed its first two physically-backed exchange-traded nodes, ETN, on the Swedish trading platform. The two instruments listed with Bitcoin and Ether as underlying assets represent a new segment for ETNs, a type of unsecured debt security that tracks an underlying index of equities and trades on a major exchange. According to the announcement, the new ETNs will provide investors access to investment opportunities in cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ether. Helena Wedden, European Head of Exchange Traded Products as NASDAQ, at NASDAQ, said that exchange-traded nodes allow one to invest in non-traditional assets while maintaining the transparency of regulated market. She added, we are happy to launch this new segment at NASDAQ Stockholm with 21 shares as the first issuer. According to the press release, most traditional banks and brokers allow investors to trade all ETNs listed on NASDAQ Stockholm. This is a first that opens up new possibilities to investors interested in investing in cryptocurrencies, but who are uncomfortable doing so on unregulated exchanges. Now, that is quite a buzzword, isn't it? Regulation and unregulated. I mean, technically, finance is unregulated in the UK. Until they get that kind of regulation approval from the FCA, who knows if they'll get it or not? I mean, I'd be pretty bewildered if they don't. However, the, the traditionalists do like that regulation and that security blanket. But I guess it is also hand in hand with insurance as well, which is a massive, massive posit positive aspect to the whole kind of risk averse side of trading. You know, those two going hand in hand are kind of ironic, I think. Um, but a quick, you know, look into ETN versus ETF, because like I said, the big buzzword at the moment is ETFs, and it will be until the spot ETF for Bitcoin comes out. So what is the difference? Well, I'll tell you right here. An ETF is a marketable security that tracks either an index of funds, of a commodity, or a basket of assets. And in this case, the asset is Bitcoin. So what would happen should the SEC allow a Bitcoin ETF is that the fund would purchase an underlying amount of actual Bitcoin and distribute those funds into shares which are then distributed to shareholders. Thus, they make it far more comfortable and familiar for institutional investors who have been using who has been using ETFs for other assets and commodities. And this might be why they think it could be a big entry point for a lot of money into the Bitcoin space. Now, what's an ETN? An ETN, on the other hand, an ETN, on the other hand, seen as a soft ETF, is a debt instrument that is backed by its issuers, such as a bank, rather than a pool of assets. Often, they focus on historic strategies that don't easily fit into a fund. So there you go. That's the difference between an ETN and ETF. But let's not dwell on those for too long because I'm sure that ETFs will be rearing their head again at some point in the news. What's next on the list? Well, we have Gemini Partners with Gemini Partners with Columbia's biggest bank for crypto trading. The partnership will allow Bank Columbia customers to trade a number of popular cryptocurrencies, including BTC, ETH, and LTC. New York-based exchange Gemini has announced that it will be expanding into Latin America through an upcoming partnership with Colombia's largest bank, Bank Columbia. The partnership will take effect on December the 14th and will permit customers from Bank Columbia to trade four crypto assets: Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and of course, everybody's favorite, Bitcoin Cash. A limited number of users will be able to buy crypto directly from their Bank Columbia bank accounts through Gemini Exchange, which will provide a crypto-specific infrastructure for exchange and custody of assets. 
It remains unclear whether the users will be able to withdraw the crypto holdings directly from their accounts. In a December the 6th announcement about partnership, Gemini stated that it serves as an important step towards the strategic expansion of Gemini's presence in Latin America. Quote, We believe that crypto can play an important role in the development of Latin America as interest in blockchain and innovative technologies proliferates throughout the region. So quite good moves for the Wink of Us twins. And I think that is the right way to do it. I mean, if America isn't going to start agreeing to all these regulations, then I guess the best way to do it is to, you know, surround them with all the countries that are happy to do so until it almost forces America into doing so because they are so far behind. Although, like with anything, whether it's El Salvador or, you know, any of these Panama countries or anything like that at all that are adopting cryptocurrency, it is all good news, and certainly when it comes from a bank. Now, this one is a bit of a talk of contra controversy, if you will. Craig Wright, who claimed to have invented Bitcoin, has won a US trial that allows him to keep Bitcoin worth $50 billion at its current traded price. So, you know, this could quite easily be $60, $70, $80 billion within the next couple of months. Craig Wright, an Australian computer scientist who gained mainstream exposure by claiming to have invented Bitcoin, has just won a major court case that allows him to keep BTC worth of $50 billion. The jurors of, you guessed it, Miami, have ruled in favor of Wright, saving him from paying him his former business partner half of the Bitcoin stash over assertions involving Wright betraying his deceased business partner, Dave Kleiman. So, Craig Wright wins US court trial. Now, Wright was embroiled in a Miami civil case that brought him under direct conflict with the family of the former deceased business partner and computer forensics expert, Dave Kleiman. The prosecution contended that Kleiman was co-creator of Bitcoin along with Wright and was entitled to half of Satoshi's speculated fortune. The prosecution also claimed Wright to the intellectual property of the cryptocurrency. Quite a bold statement. Now, this is huge, you know. Approximately $1.1 billion billion Bitcoin was at stake, half of which was supposed to be paid to Kleiman. These were the first Bitcoin to be mined and could only be held by the person that was directly involved with cryptocurrency since the beginning. The federal jury in West Palm Beach in Miami ruled in favor of Wright and concluded that there is no additional need to pay $1.1 billion Bitcoin to Kleiman's estate. The jury came to this verdict after studying the case for weeks, analyzing the intricate proceedings of the cryptocurrency system and, the ambigu and their ambiguous origin. This has been a remarkably good outcome and I feel completely vindicated, Wright said in a video that he posted on Twitter. Well, you would probably be pretty, uh, <laughs> feel as though it's a pretty good outcome if you've just got 1.1 million Bitcoin uh, at its current price. However, Wright was ordered to pay a jury compensate However, Wright was ordered by the jury to compensate $100 million to W&K Info Defense. A joint partnership venture that was formed between Wright and Kleiman, the money will directly be deposited into the official company account. And they've gone on to say, we're immensely great gratified that our client W&K Information Defense Research LLC has won $100 million, reflecting that Craig Wright wrongfully took Bitcoin-related assets from W&K, a counsel for W&K further added. Wright told the media that he will not file another appeal in court, signaling the end of the long legal battle that has been continuing for years. Now, my quick question on that one is, I uh, did study law to quite a light level. However, I can't figure out here, does that mean that Craig Wright will get his 50 billion or 60 billion, whether, whatever the price is of Bitcoin when this goes out to everyone? 
uh, and he'll get that as well. But obviously, since he's a part owner of this company, you know, with his name literally on the door, does that mean when he deposits $100 million into this account that he can still take out $50 million? So ultimately, he comes out with, well, at the time of recording, $50 billion and $50 billion worth of Bitcoin and $50 million? And Climbing Family gets $50 million, you know, I still think there's, you know, there's a little bit of foul at play somewhere here. I think there's a bit, uh, a bit unjust, but, you know, it is what it is. Next up, like I said, I don't want to talk about Elon Musk anymore. I want to talk about Naib Bukele. And El Salvador's pro-Bitcoin president reveals he trades BTC for his country through his phone. Proves to be good at it. Right. Okay, guys, come on now. Uh, this is just getting daft. And I, I think, you know, like I said, he is the king of crypto chads. He is a walking meme. Uh, however, I do kind of value what he's doing. I think it's great. I think it is actually, um, whilst it is relatively rec reckless, you know, going, putting a country's uh, capital into such a volatile market, I don't care if we all know the Bitcoin's going up. I think, you know, it putting this kind of uh, media attention on it, you know, saying that he trades via the phone, whilst it is all kind of quite fun and cool from, you know, a crypto trader's point of view or a retail investor, uh, I imagine, you know, a lot of the people of El Salvador are actually relatively nervous. You know, if this does all go pear-shaped, they won't have the same kind of insight or information or knowledge or understanding of Bitcoin that uh, maybe I do or some of the viewers watching this do. And, you know, or as much confidence in Bitcoin is only going to go up to 100K or whatever. However, I can't argue that he's been doing a pretty good of it, job of it so far in announcing when he buys the dips. Not only that, but he's starting to become a bit of a figurehead within the crypto scene as well. So it's quite exciting, you know, when we see um, the likes of Elon Musk, uh, Justin Long, um, other kind of, you know, you know who we're talking about, like Mark Cuban's. Uh, when they start to tweet when they're buying, uh, it can generate quite a lot of excitement within the market. And small things like this can act as catalysts and can really trigger buys like out of nowhere, which is great. Um, but yeah, he kind of announced this in a tweet that I think, I believe it was in a backwards and forwards from um, with Justin, uh, is it not Justin Long, he's <laughs> Justin Sung. Justin Long's the uh, guy from, what film was it? I think Wrong Turner, Waiting. That's the one, Waiting with everybody's favorite Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Justin Sung, you know, TRX man, Tron man, uh, he was, I think he mentioned it, but he quoted saying, missed the effing dip, effing bottom by seven minutes, Bukali tweeted as Bitcoin price began to rise after he announced the country he bought crypto at an average price at 48.6K. You know, he's going to be laughing about this in a, a couple of years time. Do you think he just trades for the country on his laptop? Asked Kuhn Sensei following his tweets. The Salvadorian president quickly cleared the air that he does not use a laptop for trading. Rather, he relies on a mobile telephone for trades. His comments have been interpreted as being merely humorous, but others have criticized Bukele for autocratic tendencies. Yeah, as you can imagine. But anyway, we're not going to spend too much time talking about uh, Bukele's trading habits. We're going to have a look at the real deal, and that is Bitcoin. So Bitcoin at the moment, it is looking pretty interesting. It's very, very exciting at the moment. I, I love it when the market's like this because this to me is kind of um, a semblance of what trading is. You know, you're there to buy the dip. Like we moan when it consolidates. We moan when it only goes up in the alts on boosting. We moan when it's going down. We moan when it crashes. So guys, pick a lane, you know, like this is trading. Nothing ever happens as you expect. Um, when it does, you know, yeah, you feel like, 
um, Neo from the Matrix, uh, who can just read code and see behind the scenes. But the reality is, you're lucky, right? Okay, we can we can all make as many kind of trading analysis assumptions as possible, but Bitcoin does what it wants. We can only hold on for the ride and try and get there quick enough and look at some of the realistic on-chain data and also kind of try to understand what the general kind of financial psychology is doing at the moment. It's probably some of the best ways to approach Bitcoin. But, you know, at the end of the day, I could be wrong. Like I said, you know, nobody knows the exact um, way to win 100% of all trades. But what we are seeing at the moment with Bitcoin does seem to be playing out in a relatively kind of expected movement, you know, um, and really, really respecting a lot of these support lines, a lot of these trend lines. Uh, when when it does break through, my God, it breaks through and it dumps down. But we've got some quite significant things going on at the moment. So if we kind of uh, scroll out, look at the forest in a bigger picture, we can see that this head and shoulders formation has pretty much almost completed. Now, this is quite a scary picture for you bulls out there because if we get up to this right shoulder and we see a pretty heavy rejection, not only will we go back down to around about 46K, but we can crash right on back down to 42K and probably worst case scenario, potentially see 30K. And this is now not out of the question. That to me would complete a full on head and shoulders. Um, the other exciting thing at the moment uh, at the mo for the short-term trader is that we have seen a CME gap finally appear, and it has been a long time since, which the last time was the 11th of September. So here we are now on the 7th of December. Well, it was actually on the 6th of December when it formed. And if you don't, guys don't know, but CME gaps are, from a trading standpoint, they almost always get filled. Almost always. And they're such a reliable thing. So the good thing with trading is you don't always have to have a indicator or analysis that has complete 100% foundation. You've just got to have some analysis or indicator that enough people who are trading that currency believe in. This is how Fibonacci works. This is how moving average support and risk resistances work. So it's the same thing with weekly pivots. It's the same thing with CME gaps. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get filled because it has to, just means that it's going to get filled because a lot of people believe it's going to get filled. And, you know, out of nowhere, we're seeing it's getting filled, literally in the next day or so. So we're about halfway up, and it should get filled around about 53.5K. But the worrying thing is here, if we start to zoom in a bit, and I'm sorry for any of you fellas and fellettes uh, following on a podcast, and you can't see this, but what we're looking at at the moment is a culmination of various different trend lines, resistances, the top of a CME gap, the right shoulder of a head and shoulders pattern, all coming in around about this 50, 53K region. And trust me when I say I have got my eyes firmly, firmly on this resistance here. I do not hold a lot of confidence that we're going to break through it. Um, but I do believe whatever's going to happen at 53K is going to be quite explosive. It's either going to boost right up to 60K or we're going to see a hard rejection down to probably about 47K region. And if that doesn't hold, then yes, I think we will be visiting the 42K region. Historically, we haven't seen many wicks this size in the past that haven't been tested again when they've gone down to that price point. So I would be interested to see what happens there. Although the long and short of it is I'm not going to be putting out my putting, going into any heavy long positions until we break 53K. 
Uh, like I said, there's just too many indications there that we might get a rejection. Of course, you know, your money, your decisions, right? Okay, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. I can tell you what I'm doing, but you don't have to copy. You know, I'm not telling you what to do with your money. So, you know, guys, I know as much as you do about what's going to happen with Bitcoin tomorrow. But like I said, what I can show you and what I can tell you are the facts and, what the, and the lovely little squiggles on the chart. Enough of Bitcoin. I'm sure you've heard it to death. Recent announcement, Binance has put out one of their lovely Binance will support the Flow, Network, Upgrade, and Hard Fork. Now, with these announcements, they can usually go on two ways, but it's always encouraging when the biggest exchange in the world is supporting your hard fork and your upgrades. And we've seen right here that there has been a very, very nice little bounce uh, from Flow, which has been in a, just a solid downtrend since its inception on uh, Binance. Uh, so it's been a pretty miserable time for Flow. And just when it started to get a little bit of support at around about $11.55, the dump comes along and ruins everybody's party. So we could have very much seen a huge, huge bounce from there. Uh, it doesn't really have a huge amount of liquidity to break through. Um, but Flow is a great project, you know. I really do think that this has a massive, massive amount of potential. Although, although even though Binance is supporting this, uh, we are kind of in a realm of in a realm of finding. You know, we need to find new support now. We've just broken down of the last support line, and we're currently trading at ten dollars thirty one with a low of eight dollars sixty four. I would personally not be going too crazy here. Um, I would look at going into flow if 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 we see another kind of bounce off around about $8.53, that would be a good place to start to buy, I think. You can, I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want. It's your money. But you can pick up a very small amount now and then a maybe another small amount at $8.53. And from there, I you know, if it starts to crash, depending on what Bitcoin does, if we do end up seeing that 30K, I would, you know, hold my breath until we get to that range, until I start to pick up any more flow. Uh, just keep an eye on it. Like I said, this, this Binance supported upgrade could have a little bit more of an impact. However, unfortunately, I just think that Bitcoin is going to dominate a lot of the price movement uh, in the coming days, weeks. Let's hope it's not weeks. Let's hope it's days, a quick flash crash and then back up. That'd be nice for everyone. But if you are looking at getting some targets in there, then I can do that for you. So my first target without question would be at $13.86, then at $17.02, then at around about $21.35, and then at, yes, we've got quite a lot of targets, $25.56, and then I'd go for just sub $30 before I'd probably look to get all of my cash monies out of there. Uh, whilst I do think it can fly beyond that, I'd be pretty happy with 179% from here, but also if you accumulate well, you can increase that quite quickly to about 540%. So there is a huge amount of headroom for flow. So just keep an eye on it, guys. It's relatively new in the world of Binance. It'd be nice to have a little bit of a longer chart to see how it reacts within the being traded within the biggest exchange in the world. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's always good to see it supported. So next on the docket today, we have Clayton. Clayton is a public blockchain developed by internet giant Kakao Corp, Kakao Corp, which operates in South Korea's biggest messaging and social 
biggest messaging and social media service. But this is what we're looking at. We're excited about the partnership between Orbit Chain X, Orbit Chain, and Go Gala Games, where they'll delve, I think they mean delve, into the areas of NFTs, DeFi, and the metaverse as they continue to build on the Clayton blockchain. Let's have a little bit further look into that. So, Kakao Blockchain, Clayton brings on global blockchain gaming platform Gala Games. Excellent stuff. The world's leading blockchain game platform Gala Games is joining Kakao's blockchain platform Clayton and will invest $1 billion in the Korean blockchain gaming market. Ozis, the developer and operator of Clayton's decentralized finance service, ClaySwap, announced Monday that they signed a memorandum of understanding with Gala Games to extend cooperation to expand blockchain ecosystem. After making its debut on Clayton Ecosystem at Spider Tank Esports World, held in Seoul on Sunday, Gala Games will join hands with Ozis in various sectors, including non-fungible tokens, NFTs, Metaverse, and DeFi. Pretty, three pretty big buzzwords there. And make joint marketing efforts around the world. Gala Games will broaden its ecosystem through Ozis Orbit Bridge to remove the current restrictions of being on Ethereum and BSC chains. The company said it will offer Gala tokens in the form of KGala, a Clayton-compatible token, KCT, through ClaySwap drops. Gala Games was established by Eric Schwermeyer, the founder of social game developer Zynga, the blockchain gaming platform that has attracted around 1.8 million users per month and has been steadily gaining popularity, providing cutting-edge services like Play2Earn and item sales through NFTs. Using Users can directly participate in the operation of the platform. <clears throat> well, here we have it, guys. You know, gaming within the blockchain is just so hot right now. And it is really, really worth to keep an eye on what is going to happen here. So without further ado, let's have a little look at uh, Clay, what it's doing. And what is lovely about this is it has just barely moved. We have so much headroom we can go on this. It is still a very new coin to Binance, so we don't really know how it's going to react too much, but what we can see is we can start to definitely, definitely look at starting to accumulate. With a partnership like that, I mean, come on, it's really only gonna go one way. I'd probably, like we could go down to the all-time low for accumulation, but I just don't think it'll get down that far. Take this out so we get a little bit more kind of idea of the scale of what we're dealing with. See with these big wicks, it, they are quite annoying because it auto sizes to them. But yeah, if we take out this great big pump, uh, then we'll start to see a little bit more realistically what we're looking at. So we're currently trading at $1.36. And with the more local lows, uh, just sub $1 at 98, 99 cents, which is trading 26% below. So we could actually extend our accumulation zone further if it allows me. There we go. So yes, I think we can extend that uh, further. So currently trading around about 40%, <coughs> excuse me. The all-time low on Binance is 40% below our current trading price. For me, that's a very nice, comfortable accumulation zone. Where would my take profits be? Well, I would love to say that this is a realistic target up here, this massive pump, uh, but we'll use that as a bit of a you know, it, it does mean that there's going to be some cells and stuff up there. Hopefully, there's not too many people stuck up that high. Um, but let's have a look at where we'd set some of our TPs. Our first TP would be sat at $1.61. $1 our second TP would be set quite 
obviously at $1.90, which is just below $2. I think there's going to be some real significant resistance there. So you could consider just to get out of dodge there or really kind of set your sights really high. It's only around about 38% loss, depending on where, 38% win, sorry, depending on where you buy and where you accumulate, which is nothing to be sneezed at. However, with everything I've just spoken about, we could see an extreme, extreme pump on this. So I would certainly aim for, yeah, somewhere up here. I'd aim for around about the $4.33 um, price, maybe even $5. I think that'd be a very nice psychological barrier. You could have a real moonshot YOLO up at $10. Because why not, you know? Like I said, in the previous um, sector there, in that article I just covered, it's, it's huge. Blockchain games are going to be massive. So why not? I would have a bit of a moonshot at around about $10, uh, which would put you on a nice conservative... Uh, just a casual 636%. So they would be some of my targets. May as well get some money in clay. Again, not financial advice, entertainment purposes only, yada, yada, yada. Uh, last but not least, we're going to have a quick look at ADA. The price surges as sweetest decentralized exchange on Cardano launches on Testnet. Pretty cool. So, you know, no secret, I have covered uh, Sunday Swap in its launch. Um, when it's going to be launching, which is meant to be on the 5th of December, but it got delayed. It's just a test net, though, so it got delayed to the 6th of uh, December, so probably should have called Monday Swap or Manic Monday. Lol, lol, lol. I think uh, that's taken from Charles Hodgkinson's uh, mouth. Um, but these, this is what these test nets are for, you know, like is to try and isolate these bugs. And, you know, this is what they went on to say. The testnet is intended to put the network through high throughput so we can monitor and analyze the current network parameter settings. As a user expects congestion on the testnet, they will sign, there will be a sign that we're getting the traffic volume we want, need to properly assess and expect bugs in the decks. The Sunday Swap team is encouraging you to find some. Remember, this is early DApp software and it's early days for DeFi on Cardano. Testnets are a key part of iterating and improving the experience. Both the IOG and Sunday Swap teams want your feedback on the DEX experience so we can iterate and improve it in good time. Good time for the full mainnet launch. There has no doubt been quite a lot of excitement around Sunday Swap, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I have full faith that this could, could be the turning point for Ada's price point, And I think this could get it back on track right where it needs to be. I think DEX is perfect for this. Uh, Coin, they do everything right. They do everything well. So yes, it'll be really, really nice to see uh, this go fully live and hopefully the test net goes successful. But let's have a little look at what the price impact has been on Cardano after such a miserable, miserable time it's had. Yep, and here we are. So here are the prices. We'll get rid of those. So you can see it nice and clearly. Here is the previous um, target profits and accumulation zone that I put on a previous news block. And what is quite nice, we would have accumulated all the way down to $1.20, which I think is an excellent price. And we'd have got ourselves at an average buy price of somewhere around about $1.40, which in my opinion is a fantastic price for Cardano. And we have to the conservative uh, all-time high, we have 105%. Now, when we were looking at an asset where a lot of speculation around about a $5 price, uh, $5 value on it should be 
not impossible to achieve. That's a $248 rise from where we're at. And what else have we got on our side? Well, like I said, we've got this real strong resistance sat at $1. Not only is it bounced off there several times, but $1 is just that massive psychological barrier. So yes, accumulate as close to $1 as you can get for Cardano. I have full faith this is going to be coming back up. Uh, you could argue, you know, if we switch this maybe to a one week, which I'm not going to do now, but we could argue there's a bit of a head and shoulders in a way going there, but I think that's kind of stretching a little bit. So yeah, I'm sticking to these targets for now. I'd still aim for the all-time high at some point. Like I said, here is an excellent point uh, to be accumulating. Great big, uh, great big rejection. We'll see what Bitcoin does because that will play a huge part in its price. And that pretty much concludes everything from today's news of the block. So don't forget, guys, going to get you back here. Make sure you come over here, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell to all. You want to hear all of our notifications that we're going to put out. And don't forget, guys, do not miss Reggie George's Twitch streams on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I don't think the boy ever sleeps, but he provides some awesome, awesome market analysis knowledge. Fantastic banter. But also on Saturdays as well, we do our $100 scalping giveaway. So our boy Reggie George will sit there scalping away and he'll creep up that $100 and whatever he makes, including the $100 starting pot, will be given away to any of the users that are there watching, providing charts for him to scalp on. And as it grows, so will the pot. So make sure you join in, make sure you check it out. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, follow us on Twitch and send us all of your love. But remember guys, great things come to those who wait and even better things come to those who huddle.